How important is patient satisfaction and customer service excellence? You are listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and with me is attorney James W. Saxton. Mr. Saxton has over 25 years' experience defending healthcare professionals and is the chairman of the Litigation and Risk Management Department of Stevens and Lee Law Firm in Lancaster. Pennsylvania. Mr. Sexton, welcome back to the Clinician's Roundtable. It's good to be back. Describe the five-star provider consulting program. Well, let me take a step back first. You know, my practice is a trial practice representing these doctors in court. And what I started to see is that the root cause of them ending up in court was really patient dissatisfaction. And that's why we spent a lot of time really examining that issue, and out of that came this five-star provider consulting program, which really helps physician practices or hospitals really improve their culture so that they can achieve greater levels of patient satisfaction. Who makes up this consulting team? Well, it's a combination. We have communication experts, people whose training is really how to communicate with people, even under stress. And in healthcare, that's very important. We have a psychologist, we have risk managers, and we have attorneys as well as nurses, all working together so we understand this, this really sort of unique environment. It's not like a hotel. It's not like a restaurant. But that Ritz type of training, that Disney type of environment atmosphere can be created. So it's really a combination of people with different experiences. How is the consulting program structured? Well, we really start with finding out more about a physician's practice. So we do a survey. We sort of benchmark where they are on the five-star curve. We ask them questions as simple as, have they had any training? Is good communication or service excellence something that they make inquiries about when they interview new employees? Is it part of their orientation program? Is it part of their bonus program? And so we try to find out first where a practice is on that curve. We take that data, and then the whole team analyzes it, and we really try to customize it, look at a practice, see where there's some opportunities for improvement. I mean, we want to get the biggest bang for our buck, and so we want to see where are there opportunities for improvement. So we get data, we analyze it, And then we educate, which means we go back to the practice with a report that tells them sort of about themselves, tells them what they're doing well from a patient satisfaction point of view, and tells them where the opportunities for improvement are. And we literally then give them tools. And, of course, an educational program for both physicians and really a different program because it is different for their staff is part of it. Who are your clients? You know, we've had solo practitioners that have done this. We have a lot of large practices that are very interested in patient satisfaction and patient satisfaction ratings, and so they've contacted us. We've also had surgery centers who are getting more into this business because they want to compete with other settings. They want to compete perhaps with hospitals, and we've had hospitals that are interested in achieving greater results. So it's really the entire continuum Susan, if I had to put my finger on where sort of our biggest group that shows interest in this area, 
I would say, though, it's physician practices. Tell us a success story. A success story. Well, I can think of one within the last 12 months, and it's sort of interesting because they contacted us because they had payers, third-party payers, insurance companies, that said that they were going to start to do tracking on patient satisfaction, which means their customers, this is a health plan, are going to be surveyed about different doctors. And that really got sort of this group, got this on their radar screen, because although we've always recognized that patient satisfaction is a driver of liability issues, and that's reason enough to do it, all of a sudden in 2007 and 2008, it's becoming an economic issue as well. So they reached out to us, and it was very interesting what happened as we went through the process, because not only did they have really significant, I'm going to call them, opportunities for improvement from a patient satisfaction standpoint, they had big employee morale issues. What our team found is that's what was driving down their patient satisfaction. And so by going through the program, what they were able to do is not only enhance patient satisfaction, but resolve some long-standing staff dissatisfaction issues. And that has all sorts of implications to it, economic implications and day-to-day operational issues. And so, you know, they sort of got a home run through the process because not only, and of course we check back with all our practices, so not only are they getting a nice bump in sort of patient satisfaction, but they've resolved some of their employee issues as well. If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Susan Dolan, your host, and joining me is attorney James Saxton of Stevens and Lee Law Firm in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, discussing the five-star provider consulting program. Mr. Saxton, what kind of follow-up does the consulting team provide? Well, that's really a very important issue because I will tell you, when you talk about five-star service, and patient satisfaction, what we have to realize is it's not a program. In other words, it's not just a seminar. You can't go to a two-hour seminar and change your culture. So we tell all the groups that we work with that this is really, you know, we're going to kick it off in 2007, but this is forever. This is what we're attempting to do is a true cultural change. And so we provide ongoing follow-up where we work with their five-star team that meets quarterly. We check back with them certainly every year. We provide updates of the tools every year. We put together conference calls where they can talk to other groups that are going through this same type of transition, and that's proved to be very, very helpful. So it is an intense program in year one, but then it really lasts forever. What feedback have you received? Practices like it. I think they like it because patient satisfaction is a real buzz right now. I mean, anything you pick up in healthcare, you're going to see that patient satisfaction is certainly linked to liability reduction. I mean, we've known that for years, but there's a lot of really strong data coming out about that. But now it's also related to economic performance. And let's face it, healthcare is a business, and it's a tough business. And so what our practices, you know, what I think they like is the fact that they can participate in a program that 
can reduce their liability exposure, which is always looming over our groups and our practices around the country, unfortunately, because we're so darn litigious. But So they can say to themselves, I'm doing something about my liability exposure, but it's not defensive medicine. I'm enhancing the business part of my practice at the same time. And, and I think that sort of combination is, is what they really enjoy. How does the team measure success? We go back to them. We look, we try to benchmark patient satisfaction surveys. So if they're working with Press Ganey, for example, and we collaborate with Press Ganey, we check and see literally what are the scores? Are they going up? We check about employee satisfaction, and often we'll ask them to do a benchmark survey of employees, do another survey the following year. So to do it right, you've got to think about measurement. Describe the shadowing program. <laughs> yes, yeah, Susan, this is really very interesting, and I, I really doubt any of your listeners even know that this goes on. But what we do is we will send some of our team members into practices as if they're a patient, unknown to many of the people in the practice. Obviously, uh, the head of the practice or the business manager know about it, but the whole idea is to get a look at the practice through an independent lens. This is very, very powerful because all of us tend to look at ourselves, our businesses, our practices, maybe sometimes through rose-colored glasses. So it can be as simple as a team member calling a practice and trying to get an appointment and sort of documenting how long that takes and how much of a runaround they get and how the person on the other end of the call responds to certain questions. You can learn a lot about a practice that way. It can be having a team member go in and sit in the reception area and just listen. Is confidentiality protected? Are they greeted? Does someone ask what the heck they're doing there? You can learn a lot from that. But we've even had a team member register as a patient, literally be seen by one of the physicians, by the nurses, go through the billing, and then issue a report. And I'll tell you, I really think we get some of our best objective information through this shadowing. I mean, it's really pretty powerful. Mr. Saxton, thank you for joining us to discuss your five-star provider consulting program. Well, I'm very happy to be here. And as always, I hope your listeners get some benefit from this. I'm Susan Dolan. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions at ReachMD.com, which now features on-demand podcasts of the ReachMD library. Thank you for listening.